Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating the good news of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. God is not angry at you. God's not even in a bad mood. We here at Andrew Womack Ministries want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. Welcome to our Christmas Day broadcast of the Gospel Truth. I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a great time with your family and friends. But most of all, this really is a celebration of Jesus and everything that He's done for us. And I tell you, I am so, I am so glad that God loved the world so much that He sent His Son to become sin for us so that we could be made the righteousness of God. Man, that's just awesome. And you know, this is what I've been teaching about all last week and again this week. I'm talking about how that Jesus paid our price for all of our sin, past, present, and even sins we haven't committed yet. And because of that, the war is over. I've got a teaching on this entitled, The War is Over, and I've been basing this on Luke chapter 2, verse 14, a verse that we hear a lot of around Christmas time about glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. But this isn't talking about peace among men. It's talking about peace from God towards man. I also used Isaiah chapter 40 where he says, Speak you comfortably unto Jerusalem, say unto her that her warfare is accomplished. That's just saying that the war is over. Why? Because she has paid twice for all of her sin. Not her personally, but Jesus, her substitute, paid twice the penalty. And then the last few days, I've been teaching from Isaiah chapter 52 and 53 about exactly how Jesus paid for our sins. And we talked about how that He not only paid and suffered when He was on the cross and when He was beaten, but He, he suffered the entire time He was here on the earth. He was God Almighty, and yet He limited Himself to a physical body. He got tired. He got hungry. He got hot. He got cold. He had all of these things. The Scripture says that He was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. He went through rejection. It says He was despised and rejected of men. This is Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3. Despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from Him. He was despised and we esteemed Him not. Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem Him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him, and with His stripes we are healed. This is what I was dealing with on yesterday's broadcast, and I was just making the point that if Jesus suffered our sorrows, our griefs, if He was bruised, for our iniquities, if the chastisement of our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes we are healed, then I'm not going to bear those things. I'm not going to be sick. I'm not going to have a lack of peace. I'm not going to suffer grief and sorrow. Even though bad things happen, I just draw on the power of God and let Him and what He has supplied take precedent in my life over what I feel. And then in verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one into his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. 
AND I'M GOING TO CONTINUE TO TALK ABOUT THE PRICE THAT JESUS PAID, BUT LOOK AT THIS. IT SAYS, WE ARE LIKE SHEEP. WE'VE GONE ASTRAY, AND YET THE LORD LAID ON HIM THE INIQUITY OF US ALL. JESUS BORE OUR INIQUITY, AND HE BORE THIS SO THAT WE WOULD NOT HAVE TO BEAR THE SHAME AND THE GUILT. YOU KNOW, WHEN ADAM AND EVE SINNED IN GENESIS CHAPTER 3, IMMEDIATELY THEY HAD SHAME AND FEAR, AND THEY RAN FROM GOD. THIS IS WHAT INIQUITY, THIS IS WHAT SIN DOES. IT MAKES US WANT TO RUN FROM GOD. WE'RE AFRAID OF FAILURE. WE'RE AFRAID OF REJECTION. BUT JESUS BORE ALL of THAT FOR US. JESUS WAS LITERALLY FORSAKEN BY HIS FATHER SO THAT WE WOULD NOT HAVE TO BE FORSAKEN. JESUS QUOTED ON THE CROSS. HE SAYS, MY GOD, MY GOD, WHY HAVE YOU FORSAKEN ME? THE REASON GOD FORSOOK JESUS IS BECAUSE WE WERE SUPPOSED TO BE FORSAKEN BECAUSE OF OUR SIN. AND YET JESUS TOOK THAT. HE SUFFERED OUR INIQUITY, AND HE WAS SEPARATED FROM HIS FATHER SO THAT WE WOULD NEVER HAVE TO BE SEPARATED. AND YET THERE'S A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT STILL LIVE AT A DISTANCE FROM GOD. THEY DON'T DRAW NEAR TO GOD. YOU KNOW, OVER IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, IT SAYS, LET US DRAW NEAR TO GOD IN A TRUE HEART AND FULL ASSURANCE OF FAITH, HAVING OUR HEARTS SPRINKLED FROM AN EVIL CONSCIENCE. TO DRAW NEAR TO GOD, YOU'VE GOT TO GET RID OF AN EVIL CONSCIENCE. YOU'VE GOT TO GET RID OF CONDEMNATION. YOU'VE GOT TO GET RID OF FEELING LIKE THAT YOUR INIQUITY IS STILL SEPARATING BETWEEN YOU AND GOD. NO, JESUS BORE YOUR INIQUITY FOR YOU. AND YOU CAN HAVE BOLDNESS TO ENTER RIGHT INTO THE HOLY OF HOLIES, INTO THE VERY PRESENCE OF GOD. IN VERSE 7, IT SAYS, HE WAS OPPRESSED AND HE WAS AFFLICTED, YET HE OPENED NOT HIS MOUTH. HE WASN'T OPPRESSED AND AFFLICTED BECAUSE OF ANYTHING HE HAD DONE. HE DID IT BECAUSE WE DESERVED TO BE OPPRESSED AND AFFLICTED BY GOD. AND GOD INSTEAD SUBSTITUTED JESUS. JESUS BECAME THE LAMB THAT WAS SLAIN FOR US. SO HE WAS OPPRESSED AND AFFLICTED NOT FOR HIS OWN SINS, BUT FOR OURS, AND YET HE OPENED NOT HIS MOUTH. YOU KNOW, IF JESUS WOULD HAVE DEFENDED HIMSELF, MAN, HE'S THE ONE, YOU KNOW, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, OUT OF HIS MOUTH CAME THE SUN. JUST THINK ABOUT THAT. OUR SUN IS SO HOT THAT HERE WE ARE MILLIONS OF MILES AWAY, AND ON A DAY WHEN THE SUN'S OUT, YOU CAN STAND THERE AND FEEL THAT HEAT FROM THIS THING, AND IT SAYS THAT THE SUN CAME OUT OF HIS MOUTH. GOD SPOKE ALL OF THESE THINGS INTO EXISTENCE. GOD'S WORDS ARE POWERFUL. IF HE WOULD HAVE OPENED HIS MOUTH AND HAVE GIVEN A DEFENSE, NOBODY COULD HAVE DONE ANYTHING TO HIM. YOU KNOW, WHEN THEY CAME TO ARREST HIM, they, HE SAID, WHOM DO YOU SEEK? AND THEY SAID, JESUS OF NAZARETH. AND HE SAID, I AM, THE GREAT I AM OF EXODUS. AND 60 SOLDIERS FELL BACKWARDS TO THE GROUND JUST BY HIM SAYING, I AM. IF GOD WOULD HAVE OPENED HIS MOUTH, IF HE WOULD HAVE GIVEN A DEFENSE, HE COULD HAVE DESTROYED EVERYBODY WHO WAS COMING AGAINST HIM. BUT HE OFFERED HIMSELF AS A LAMB IN A SACRIFICE FOR US. HE OPENED NOT HIS MOUTH. HE IS BROUGHT AS A LAMB TO THE SLAUGHTER, AND AS A SHEEP BEFORE HER SHEARS IS DUMB, SO HE OPENED NOT HIS MOUTH. HE GAVE HIS LIFE FOR US. NOBODY TOOK IT. JESUS CAME. HE WAS BORN TO DIE, AND HE YIELDED HIMSELF TO THAT. IN VERSE 8, IT SAYS, HE WAS TAKEN FROM PRISON AND FROM JUDGMENT, AND WHO SHALL DECLARE HIS GENERATION? YOU KNOW WHAT THIS IS TALKING ABOUT IS THAT HE, he WASN'T EVEN PUT IN PRISON. HE WASN'T GIVEN A FAIR TRIAL. IT WAS A MOCK. IT WAS A SHAM. IT WAS VIOLATING SCRIPTURE. HE WAS TRIED DURING THE EVENING, 
and on and on. Anyway, there is justice taken away from him. And when it says, who shall declare his generation, this is talking about he was never married and he never had children. You know, there are these movies that portray Jesus as having some kind of a sexual relationship with Mary Magdalene and that he had children. And I tell you, that is blasphemy. You shouldn't watch anything, listen to stuff like that. This scripture right here makes it very clear that nobody can declare his generation. There was no offspring. Jesus did not have a sexual relationship with Mary Magdalene. And it says, He was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. The word cut off is an Old Testament term that refers to death. I think it's uh, Exodus chapter 31, verse 14, and you, and you can see that the word cut off and death are used in the same verse there. In verse 9, it says, And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. You know, this is an amazing prophecy. If you didn't already know the story of Jesus' crucifixion and that he was crucified between two thieves, and yet he was buried in a rich man tomb, uh, Joseph of Arimathea. If you didn't already know that story and if you were prophesying about the Messiah coming, first of all, you would not have prophesied that God himself would have been meek and gentle and that he would have suffered and he would have been acquainted with grief and that he would have been rejected and all of these things. Nobody would have seen that. But even if somehow or another you could have seen this, how could you imagine a person dying with the wicked and with the rich at the same time. Of course, it was fulfilled. He was crucified between two thieves, but a rich man took him and buried him in his grave. And it says in verse 10, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. You know, this is an amazing statement to me. And you have to understand this in the sense that God the Father did not enjoy seeing Jesus die for our sins, but He loved mankind so much that it was pleasing to Him to offer His Son as a sacrifice. You know, it's similar to what Jesus did over in uh, Hebrews chapter 12. It tells us to run with patience the race that is set before us. In verse 2 it says, "...looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God." This says it was the joy that was set before Jesus that allowed Him to endure the cross and despise the shame. This didn't mean that He was looking forward to the cross, but He was looking past the cross. He was looking at you and me, and He loved us so much that He actually thought that the suffering of the cross, the, uh, Him becoming sin, all of the things that He suffered, it was well worth it. In that sense, you could say that it pleased Him to endure the cross. It's in that sense that over here it's saying that it pleased the Lord to bruise Him. I tell you, I don't believe that God enjoyed seeing His Son suffer and die and being mocked and all of these things. That didn't please Him in that sense, but he loved us so much, it pleased him to pay this price, to pay the price that you and I could never pay. If it hadn't have been for Jesus, we would have had to have spent all eternity separated from God in hell. And God loved us so much that he thought it was worth it. Man, that's awesome. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. 
HE HATH PUT HIM TO GRIEF. WHEN THOU SHALT MAKE HIS SOUL AN OFFERING FOR SIN, HE SHALL SEE HIS SEED, HE SHALL PROLONG HIS DAYS, AND THE PLEASURE OF THE LORD SHALL PROSPER IN HIS HAND. HE SHALL SEE OF THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL AND SHALL BE SATISFIED. THIS IS AMAZING. IN VERSE 11, IT SAYS, HE WILL SEE THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL. DID YOU KNOW WHEN A PERSON BROUGHT A SACRIFICE IN THE OLD COVENANT, AND THEY BROUGHT THIS SACRIFICE TO THE PRIEST, THE VERY FACT THAT HE WAS BRINGING A SACRIFICE SHOWED THAT HE HAD SINNED. YOU DIDN'T OFFER A SACRIFICE UNLESS YOU WERE SINNED. THIS WAS A PAYMENT FOR YOUR SIN. AND SO WHEN YOU BROUGHT THE SACRIFICE, YOU BROUGHT THIS LAMB TO THE PRIEST, AND THE PRIEST DIDN'T EXAMINE YOU AND SAY, ARE YOU HOLY? HAVE YOU BEEN DOING EVERYTHING RIGHT? THE VERY FACT THAT YOU WERE BRINGING A LAMB SHOWS THAT YOU HAD NOT DONE EVERYTHING RIGHT. AND THE PRIEST DIDN'T EXAMINE THE PERSON BRINGING THE OFFERING. THE PRIEST EXAMINED THE LAMB. THE PRIEST LOOKED AT THE LAMB AND TO MAKE SURE THAT IT WAS WITHOUT BLEMISH. AND THIS IS WHAT THIS VERSE IS TALKING ABOUT, THAT HE SHALL SEE THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL AND SHALL BE SATISFIED. GOD DIDN'T DEMAND THAT WE EARN EVERYTHING. He, HE PROVIDED US A LAMB, AND WHEN WE CAME BEFORE GOD, GOD LOOKS AT THE LAMB, AND THE LAMB IS WITHOUT BLEMISH. THE LAMB SUFFERED. HE SAW THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL AND WAS SATISFIED. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO ATONE FOR YOUR OWN SIN. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO, THROUGH GROVELING IN THE DIRT AND FEELING MISERABLE, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER ATONE FOR ALL OF THE SINS THAT YOU HAVE DONE. THIS IS SAYING THAT HE SAW THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL. DID YOU KNOW I ACTUALLY HAD A MAN COME TO ME ONE TIME, AND THIS MAN SHOWED ME, HE, he ROLLED UP HIS SHIRT SLEEVES AND HE SHOWED ME uh, SCARS ON HIS uh, ELBOWS, AND THEN HE PULLED UP HIS PANTS LEG AND THERE WERE SCARS ON HIS KNEES. AND HE HAD BEEN A PART OF THE CATHOLIC CHURCH IN um, SOUTH uh, AMERICA, AND uh, I'M NOT AGAINST CATHOLICS. I'M NOT TRYING TO DESPAIR THEM, BUT THIS IS JUST THE FACTS THAT THE CATHOLIC CHURCH DOWN THERE ACTUALLY TAUGHT THAT YOU HAD TO uh, uh, HATE YOURSELF. Uh, YOU HAD TO ATONE FOR YOUR SINS. AND DURING THE LENT SEASON, THIS MAN HAD CRAWLED THREE MILES OVER BROKEN GLASS IN ORDER TO DO PENANCE FOR HIS SINS. THEY ACTUALLY HAD PEOPLE THAT WERE CRUCIFIED. AND I MEAN NOT JUST TIED TO A CROSS, BUT THEY WOULD PUT NAILS IN THEIR HAND, AND THEY WOULD CRUCIFY PEOPLE, USUALLY NOT TO THE POINT OF DEATH, BUT THEY WOULD SUFFER, FEEL LIKE SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THEY WERE DOING PENANCE uh, DURING LENT AND THINGS LIKE THIS. AND THIS IS SAYING THAT THAT'S TOTALLY UNNECESSARY. MOST PEOPLE TODAY WOULD SAY, NO, I DON'T BELIEVE THAT YOU HAVE TO CRAWL THREE MILES OVER BROKEN GLASS. I DON'T BELIEVE YOU HAVE TO DO THIS. BUT THERE'S PEOPLE THAT WILL SIT THERE AND, and THEY WILL CAUSE SOME KIND OF SUFFERING. THEY HAVE TO GIVE UP SOMETHING DURING LENT. THEY'VE GOT TO DO SOMETHING TO ATONE FOR THEIR SINS. THAT IS NOT HONORING GOD. THAT'S LIKE THE PERSON BRINGING THE SACRIFICE BEFORE THE PRIEST AND SAID, WELL, HERE'S MY SACRIFICE, BUT I ALSO PROMISE THAT I'M GOING TO DO THIS AND THIS AND THIS, AND I'M GOING TO DENY MYSELF, AND I'M GOING TO... NO, IF YOU'VE GOT A SACRIFICE, YOU ARE ACCEPTED ACCORDING TO THE SACRIFICE. HE SEES THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL AND IS SATISFIED, NOT BECAUSE OF WHAT YOU HAVE DONE, BUT BECAUSE OF WHAT THAT ANIMAL SACRIFICE HAS DONE. OF COURSE, JESUS IS THE LAMB THAT TAKES AWAY THE SINS OF THE WORLD. AND GOD THE FATHER IS PLEASED WITH YOU. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO DO PENANCE. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER MAKE UP FOR ALL OF THE THINGS THAT YOU'VE DONE WRONG. JESUS PAID FOR YOUR SINS. 
AND ALL YOU'VE GOT TO DO IS HUMBLE YOURSELF AND RECEIVE IT. YOU KNOW, I GIVE AWAY OUR TAPES, OUR CD'S, OUR BOOKS. I GIVE AWAY THINGS. WE'VE GIVEN AWAY HUNDREDS OF MILLIONS OF DOLLARS WORTH OF THINGS. AND YET I'LL HAVE SOME PEOPLE THAT'LL WRITE ME AND SAY, YOU KNOW, NOBODY'S GOING TO GIVE ME ANYTHING. I PAY MY WAY. I REMEMBER THIS ONE WOMAN IN PARTICULAR. THIS IS BACK WHEN WE HAD CASSETTE TAPES, AND THIS WOMAN WROTE IN AND SAYS, I WANT THREE FREE CASSETTE TAPES. THAT'S WHAT WE GAVE OUT PER WEEK. AND IT SAYS, BUT I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE THEM FREE. I WILL PAY FOR THEM. YOU SEND ME A BILL. SO WE SENT HER THE CASSETTES THAT SHE ASKED FOR, AND WE DIDN'T SEND HER A BILL. SO SHE WROTE BACK IN A SECOND TIME, AND SHE SAYS, LOOK, I DON'T KNOW WHAT HAPPENED, BUT I TOLD YOU, I PAID MY WAY. I WANT THREE MORE TAPES, BUT THIS TIME YOU NEED TO BILL ME FOR SIX TAPES. SO WE SENT HER THREE MORE TAPES. DIDN'T SEND HER A BILL. FINALLY, SHE WROTE IN THE THIRD TIME, AND SHE WAS JUST IRATE, AND SHE SAYS, I DON'T KNOW WHAT'S HAPPENING, BUT NOBODY'S GOING TO GIVE ME SOMETHING FREE. YOU GIVE ME THREE MORE TAPES, AND IF YOU DON'T BILL ME FOR NINE TAPES THIS TIME, I'LL NEVER GET ANYTHING. AND SHE JUST RAILED ON ME. AND I ACTUALLY MADE A CASSETTE TAPE AND SENT TO THIS WOMAN, AND I SAID, LOOK, I GIVE MY STUFF AWAY, AND WE ALLOW PEOPLE TO GIVE. IF YOU'VE BEEN BLESSED, YOU CAN GIVE BACK AND BLESS ME AND HELP ME CONTINUE TO REACH OTHER PEOPLE. BUT I SAID, IT'S A GIFT. YOU CANNOT PAY. I SAID, MY STUFF IS TOO VALUABLE. YOU DON'T HAVE ENOUGH MONEY TO PAY FOR THE TRUTHS THAT I'M SHARING. AND I SAID, YOU EITHER TAKE IT FREE OR YOU DON'T GET IT. <laughs> AND uh, I DON'T REMEMBER IF THIS WOMAN EVER WROTE BACK INTO US. I DON'T KNOW WHAT HAPPENED. BUT SEE, THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT THEY JUST CAN'T HUMBLE THEMSELVES AND RECEIVE IT AS A GIFT. IF YOU BUY THEIR MEAL FOR THEM, WELL, YOU KNOW, THEY'LL FIGHT OVER IT. AND THEN NEXT TIME, IT'S MY TURN. I GOT TO PAY MY WAY. AND I'M A GIVER, AND I LIKE BUYING OTHER PEOPLE'S MEAL. I WILL FIGHT OVER THE THING JUST BECAUSE I ENJOY GIVING. IT'S MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN TO RECEIVE. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? I HAVE LEARNED THAT SOMETIMES WHEN A PERSON JUST WANTS TO BLESS ME, I JUST NEED TO SAY THANK YOU AND RECEIVE IT. AND THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, ha THEY JUST HAVE THIS INSTILLED IN THEM, THIS THING ABOUT EQUITY, THAT IF SOMEBODY DOES SOMETHING FOR THEM, WELL, THEN YOU GOT TO PAY THEM BACK. AND SAD TO SAY, A LOT OF PEOPLE HAVE THIS IDEA WITH GOD, THAT GOD, YOU'VE SAVED ME, NOW I'VE GOT TO PAY YOU BACK. I'VE GOT TO LIVE FOR YOU. I'VE GOT TO DO THESE THINGS. WELL, I BELIEVE THAT WE SHOULD LIVE FOR GOD OUT OF NOTHING BUT GRATITUDE, AND IT OUGHT TO BE A FREE WILL OFFERING, JUST A THANKSGIVING OFFERING THE WAY THAT WE LIVE. BUT TO THINK THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER YOU ARE IN A DEFICIT TO GOD AND THAT YOU'VE GOT TO PAY HIM BACK, THAT DOESN'T HONOR HIM. WHAT HONORS HIM IS JUST COMING AND BRINGING THE SACRIFICE AND SAYING, HERE'S JESUS. THE ONLY CLAIM I HAVE TO RELATIONSHIP WITH YOU IS JESUS AND WHAT HE DID FOR ME. AND YOU JUST HUMBLE YOURSELF AND YOU RECEIVE IT AS A GIFT. THIS IS SAYING THAT HE SAW THE TRAVAIL OF HIS SOUL, JESUS' SOUL, AND HE'S SATISFIED. HE'S SATISFIED WITH YOU. THE ATONEMENT HAS BEEN MADE NOT BECAUSE YOU'VE DONE EVERYTHING RIGHT, BUT BECAUSE JESUS DID EVERYTHING RIGHT FOR YOU. BY HIS KNOWLEDGE SHALL MY RIGHTEOUS SERVANT JUSTIFY MANY, FOR HE SHALL BEAR THEIR INIQUITIES. THEREFORE WILL I DIVIDE HIM A PORTION WITH THE GREAT, AND HE SHALL DIVIDE THE SPOIL WITH THE STRONG, BECAUSE HE HATH POURED OUT HIS SOUL UNTO DEATH, AND HE WAS NUMBERED WITH THE TRANSGRESSORS. AND HE bare THE SIN OF MANY AND MADE INTERCESSION FOR THE TRANSGRESSORS. AGAIN, THIS IS ALL TALKING ABOUT WHAT JESUS DID FOR US, AND BECAUSE OF THIS, GOD IS GOING TO HONOR HIM. THEN IN CHAPTER 54, YOU GOT TO REMEMBER THAT MEN ARE THE ONES THAT PUT IN THE CHAPTER AND VERSE DIVISIONS SO THAT WE CAN REFERENCE THEM. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THAT, BUT THIS ISN'T A NEW SUBJECT. IT'S NOT LIKE HE 
ENDED THAT SUBJECT. NOW HE'S GONE ON TO SOMETHING ELSE. IN CHAPTER 54, THE VERY NEXT VERSE, IT SAYS, SING, O BARREN, THOU THAT DIDST NOT BEAR, BREAK FORTH INTO SINGING AND CRY ALOUD, THOU THAT DIDST NOT TRAVAIL WITH CHILD, FOR MORE ARE THE CHILDREN OF THE DESOLATE THAN THE CHILDREN OF THE MARRIED WIFE. AGAIN, THIS IS ALL THE RESULTS OF WHAT JESUS DID HERE IN THIS 53rd CHAPTER. BECAUSE OF THIS, NOW, IF WE HAVE BEEN BARREN, AND THIS ISN'T JUST TALKING ABOUT PHYSICALLY BARREN. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT IF YOU'RE ONE OF THOSE THAT IT JUST SEEMED LIKE YOU WEREN'T THE MOST PRODUCTIVE, IT DOESN'T SEEM LIKE THINGS WORK FOR YOU THE WAY THAT THEY DO FOR EVERYBODY ELSE. EVERYTHING YOU TOUCH TURNS TO DIRT INSTEAD OF TO GOLD. IF THIS IS THE WAY YOU HAVE BEEN NOW, YOU NEED TO SING BECAUSE IT SAYS, MORE ARE THE CHILDREN OF THE DESOLATE THAN THE CHILDREN OF THE MARRIED WIFE. IN OTHER WORDS, THOSE OF YOU WHO FEEL LIKE YOU ARE NOTHING THROUGH JESUS, YOU CAN BE MORE FRUITFUL, YOU CAN REACH YOUR FULL POTENTIAL, EVEN GREATER THAN PEOPLE THAT MAY HAVE MORE TALENTS AND ABILITIES, NATURAL LOOKS AND THINGS THAN WHAT YOU DO. THIS GOES RIGHT ALONG WITH 1 CORINTHIANS WHERE IT SAYS, YOU SEE YOUR CALLING, BROTHERIN, THAT GOD HAS NOT CHOSEN MANY WISE MEN AFTER THE FLESH, NOT MANY MIGHTY, NOT MANY NOBLE, BUT GOD HAS CHOSEN THE WEAK THINGS OF THE WORLD, BASE THINGS OF THE WORLD, THINGS THAT ARE DESPISED, THINGS THAT ARE NOTHING TO BRING TO NAUGHT THAT THINGS ARE, SO THAT NO FLESH WOULD GLORY IN HIS PRESENCE. IN OTHER WORDS, GOD, THROUGH HIM, IF WE WILL HUMBLE OURSELVES AND JUST LIVE THROUGH JESUS, OR ACTUALLY LET HIM LIVE THROUGH US, YOU WILL BE MUCH MORE PRODUCTIVE THAN THE PEOPLE WHO HAVE ALL OF THESE NATURAL TALENTS AND ABILITIES AND ARE TRYING TO ACCOMPLISH GOOD THINGS THROUGH THEIR OWN EFFORT. WHEN YOU COME TO THE END OF YOURSELF, THAT'S THE BEGINNING OF GOD. AND SO THOSE OF US THAT HAVE FELT LIKE WE WERE BARREN AND WE JUST WEREN'T AS PRODUCTIVE AS OTHERS THROUGH GOD, THROUGH WHAT JESUS DID AS ENUMERATED HERE IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 53, WE CAN BE MORE PRODUCTIVE THAN ANYBODY ELSE. MAN, THIS IS AWESOME. IN VERSE 2, ENLARGE THE PLACE OF THY TENT, AND LET THEM STRETCH FORTH THE CURTAINS OF THY HABITATION. SPARE NOT, LENGTHEN THY CORDS, AND STRENGTHEN THY STAKES, FOR THOU SHALT BREAK FORTH ON THE RIGHT HAND AND ON THE LEFT, AND THY SEED SHALL INHERIT THE GENTILES, AND MAKE THE DESOLATE CITIES TO BE INHABITED. THIS IS JUST TALKING ABOUT THAT IF YOU'VE BEEN RESTRICTED, IF YOU'VE BEEN CONTAINED, NOW YOU NEED TO PREPARE FOR INCREASE. LENGTHEN YOUR CORDS, STRENGTHEN YOUR STAKES, INCREASE YOUR TENT, INCREASE YOUR CAPACITY TO RECEIVE BECAUSE THROUGH JESUS, THROUGH THE FACT THAT HE HAS NOW OBTAINED ALL OF THESE THINGS FOR US, WE CAN PROSPER LIKE WE NEVER DREAMED OF BEFORE. MAN, THESE ARE AWESOME THINGS. YOU KNOW, ON CHRISTMAS DAY, WHAT A DAY TO BE CELEBRATING WHAT JESUS HAS DONE. AND I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS BOOK ENTITLED, THE WAR IS OVER. I HAVE IT IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH. WE ALSO HAVE A STUDY GUIDE IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH, AND THEN WE HAVE CD'S AND DVD'S THAT WE'RE ALSO OFFERING. REMEMBER THAT TODAY OUR OFFICES ARE CLOSED. OUR PHONE CENTER IS NOT FUNCTIONING BECAUSE WE HAVE GIVEN OUR EMPLOYEES THE DAY OFF SO THAT THEY CAN SPEND THE TIME WITH THEIR FAMILY. SO YOU CAN'T CALL, BUT YOU CAN GO TO OUR WEBSITE. THAT ADDRESS IS ON YOUR SCREEN. IT'S AWMI.NET. IF YOU'RE IN THE U.K., IT'S AWME. Dot net, AND uh, YOU CAN GO TO OUR WEBSITE. YOU CAN ORDER THESE MATERIALS 24-7. WE'LL SEE YOU AGAIN TOMORROW AS WE CONTINUE THE GOSPEL TRUTH. WE HOPE YOU ENJOYED THIS EDITION OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. ANDREW WOULD LIKE TO EXTEND A SPECIAL THANK YOU TO THE GRACE PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES. YOUR GIFTS MAKE IT POSSIBLE FOR US TO BROADCAST THIS MESSAGE CONSISTENTLY ALL AROUND THE WORLD. 
Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry materials into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. I'd really like to encourage you to get this material. This book on The War Is Over is available in English and in Spanish, and then I have a study guide that is also in English and in Spanish. This is primarily for discipleship. It's a tremendous tool that has a CD-ROM inside where you can print out the questions and disciple others. And then I have CDs and DVDs. I tell you, this teaching would change your life. Listen to our announcer and respond today. Andrew's teaching titled, The War Is Over, is available in a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching as a book or study guide in either English or Spanish. Or you can get the War Is Over package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the study guide. This package has a catalog value of $85, but you can get it today for only $60. Our helpline is closed today to allow our employees to celebrate the Christmas holiday. But you can always visit our website where you can order ministry materials online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. On our website, you'll not only find materials from today's broadcast, you'll also find a wealth of ministry resources available to you. If you prefer, you can order materials by writing us. Use the address on your screen. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of January, to welcome in the new year, Andrew will be in Phoenix, Arizona for the annual Phoenix Gospel Truth Conference. In February, he'll be in Orlando and Oakland, Florida. And in March, he'll be at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park, Colorado for the annual Karis Bible College Men's Advance with special guest Tony Dungy, New York Times bestselling author, NFL Hall of Fame, and Super Bowl winning coach, and James Brown, Emmy award-winning broadcaster on the CBS and NFL networks. Also at the Sanctuary in March, Andrew will be hosting the Army Conference for Ministers. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I just would like to encourage you to help us get the gospel out through social media. By joining us on Facebook, you will receive exclusive content, like Andrew's weekly Tuesday Night Live Bible study, teachings, live streams, and Q&A sessions with Andrew. So we would like to see you like our Facebook page to share it with other people, and you be a minister of the gospel by sharing this with someone else. Meet the Joneses. They made a commitment to get up early every morning and watch the gospel truth with Andrew Womack on TV. Only problem is, as much as they love Andrew, mornings do not love the Joneses. They wish there was some way they could simply watch Andrew on TV whenever they wanted. With Roku plugged to your TV, you can watch Andrew on demand whenever you want.